This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. ZD's adjusting your microphone. I'm, we, I'm adjusting, what is this called? The pop the wind, shield. The pop shield. It's a windshield when you're like outside. I was going to say a windshield. There's no wind okay. in here. There's just no. you being like, okay, so so those don't sound bad. Okay. Okay, so today we're going to talk about storing and organizing ongoing Sewing projects. projects. Yeah, I thought this was a good thing. Actually, this cropped up in the group several weeks ago, and I've had it on our list, and it kept getting moved down. Something so, else would happen. Yes. Other important sewing yeah. topics. We Somebody need would bring up a tangent. To be discussed. We would think it was a segue, and it wasn't. Whatever. What? We've had some good tangents lately. Yeah. We, we really had have. one that was sort of a tangent, and everybody loved it. That's right. We just had a whole tangent episode, and people right. liked it. Okay. But today, I think we will give some good advice on these long-term sewing projects. So we have two – I've got two examples here. When we say long-term or ongoing, mm-hmm. the two examples I can think of are when we made the read bags mm-hmm. for Jumpstart here in town. And when you say ongoing, that was ongoing because we had to come up with like 250 or something. So there's a few reasons why things might right. be ongoing, right? So, it might be an ongoing need. Uh-huh. Or it might be a lot is needed. Or it's right? it's such a it's such a large project, it's going to take a long time. Right. It's not something that takes a week or a day. Right. It's probably gonna take a month, you know. Now say, so that was that months. was the read bag. So yeah, we put mm-hmm. aside what, like two months for that, I think. Well, and I think the other thing about the read bags that was sort of um unique is then when we finished them for one for the you know, one year, we would save yeah. things for the next year yeah we'll get right. we'll get into that so that was like a, a two-month-long project but the masks like right now right that's the other project we're going to talk about is sewing face masks and that's sort of like a indefinite thing right now it's kind of like underwear yeah it was like you need it of... need it you wear it every day and you need it and you need it and you know finally you're like this one's probably ready for the trash or wrecked. okay I have been on this thing lately. Tangent. Oh, tangent warning. Man, tangent warning, right? <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm painting <laughs> furniture and throwing away underwear. All right. So it's so much fun. Like, I wear my, this underwear and then I go, I'm going to take my bath and I throw them in the trash. <laughs> it's so much fun. Because you are, yes, renewed. Well, when I... you pull them up and your fingers go through them, right. like, they're probably it's time past to their say time. Bye-bye. Yeah. For those of you who are new to the podcast and you might be like, oh, my God, this woman is a terrible clothes waster or something. <laughs> no, ZD, actually, I would say you I are think... an overholder honor. What's, what is, what would that be called? That's just a ladybug. Okay. 
ZD look. I thought. I well, thought there like, was like. Yeah, I, a I didn't know what it was. Me. I wanted to identify okay. what it was. It's a ladybug. It's a ladybug. So. It's fine. No, Other ZD, than hating the way it smells, it's not. ZD okay. will hold on to things for a very long okay. time. We just looked at the box of shoes I was donating yes. when Tina, Tara, a, Tina, aka whatever. Tara, yeah. was here. And she's like, So are these like. Good shoes, what kind of shoes? And I said, well, these are shoes I, you know, I used to work in. And I pulled out this shoe. Mm -hmm. And I realized it was older than you. (laughs) And I said, I don't wear things out and I take good care of things. Yeah, you you take very good care of things. So, I mean, the shoe looks like it's brand new. I mean, you can tell it was worn because there's some scuffs on the bottom. But, like, the top of the shoe looks great. And, it, you know, it it was a a leather high heel, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. Anyway, it's hard. I just want people to not. I be don't. Like, I don't just throw. Zini away just anything. wears underwear once and throws them away and paints dressers. No, all but the time. for some reason, <laughs> I, I just made this decision. Okay. Gonna get rid of some old. I'm underwear. gonna wear the crappy underwear. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm gonna wear the 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 you know half worn out, worn out, whatever, holy underwear or whatever. And then I'm going to take it off and I'm going to throw it away. And then I have less laundry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But it's only going to last, you know, like a couple weeks or 10 something. days, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. So these two ongoing projects have kind of informed us. And now I'm, I, the memory popped up. The person who asked about this in the group, she's making clothing for like a children's charity. Uh huh. So it's a very similar thing, I think, to the mask. So it's like mass production. Yeah. So yeah. she's, but it, and it's, Similar to the masks in that she just does it all the time. Right. Whenever she can do it, she does a part of the process, and then she gets more fabric and blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on forever, and she wants to just keep um, contributing to this. So, first of all, I think one of your most important things for this is storage. Yes. Okay. And to go along with that, labeling. Okay. Right, which is organization. Yes, which is organization. Right. And those of you who are like, great, thanks so much for telling me to store and label things. Yeah, hold on a second. So the masks, you know, we kind of got that going real quick. You figured out a pattern and all this stuff, and they were being stored in this rather interesting – where did that box come from? I don't know. It was, it was long. Like this long box. It was like five feet long and maybe, what, a foot deep? It must have like been for wide. some kind of appliance or something. Yeah, that you it was like I would have thought like it would have held brooms yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. something like that. But it was Where something you... we had. No, I didn't you get it? No, it was It's something that we got delivered this or something. Weird ass box, okay? That ZD I was don't know. So ZD had these uh is long flat box and at first you think this is good, I can see everything. Well, right, sure. and we were just starting out. Yes. So I didn't know, you know, I I hadn't totally developed my organization or knew exactly how it was going to be yet either. And we didn't know, I think, at the time that this was going to be sort of an indefinite project Well, I figured mass would be about a year, Uh but that's now. That would be now. Yeah, right. So it's going to be more than a year. And, you know, I'm not so sure we aren't going to mask for situational things. That's right. Like, you know, in the future. Or if we would be helpful to some organization or some right. people and we'd make masks for them right. and not which, just us right. which we've done so i cleaned out something out of a closet it uh, was a plastic set of drawers with wheels which actually i kind of don't enjoy a lot of the time 
Like, they just degrade. I tried to use one in my laundry room one time, and it held things that were too heavy for it. Yeah, like, I put things put in it that were too heavy, it. and I was yeah. like, ah. But these were still in good They're shape. D- we, I call them dorm drawers. They are. It's, They're it's dorm right, furniture. So people, I think when you moved into your dorm, we went and bought mm-hmm. one for your bathroom. Yes. Because there was no storage in your bathroom. No, you it, know. it is a Target. This was bought. Right. In the Target dorm aisle, you know, right. uh, these these drawers. And we cleaned it out. We didn't need it anymore. And I was like, oh, can we use this for the mask mm-hmm. stuff? And so Zita said, yes. And it's, so it for us, it's movable. So let's say we want to put this away for a long time. It could get tucked away somewhere. Right. Right now it's kind of hanging out, maybe right. like where the action is um, at the moment. So it's movable. It's able to be closed. Mm-hmm. And that's important. To keep dust off things, but also to keep, like, Zelda and Jerome hands out of. Right. Because they saw, like, the sequin fabric. Right. In the mask box. Right. And they're like, what's this? And I was right. like, no, do not touch. You know, <laughs> so stay away. <laughs> so that's good. Um, And this, so did it all get consolidated pretty well you know, into those I'm, three drawers? Yeah, it's I'm going to go get it so I can look at it because I don't remember exactly what I did. Okay, so, you know, you got to find something that works, like, size-wise. And I think this could work. It doesn't have to be mobile. If it is something you plan on working on all the time, if you do want to set aside, like, some shelf right, yeah, space. Yeah, it can be a shelf space yes. or whatever. Like, um, a, people recommended for this woman a set of wire shelves. Right, you know, like right. the cubes. Um, now, you have to think about what are the different parts of this project. Is there yardage you have to set aside for it or something? Like, obviously, it might not and, all be and able you, to be I was going to say, and it may, you may wind up storing it maybe like in two different areas. Right. Or two different, so maybe you have a set of shelves where you have bolts of fabric or something. And then maybe you have one of these sets of drawers or you have a some other drawer thing or... Maybe you have a container that's lidded. Yeah. You know, where you're going to put what? Other things, notions, zippers, threads, whatever, you know, patterns, whatever. Yeah. So with the reed bags, when that was a project, this might be helpful because this was a little bit of like. So the reed bags are a tote bag. Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. I'm getting there. Okay, Okay, do that. This was like a community project. Right. Okay. So these are a tote bag. They have uh, a canvas panel that gets reed embroidered on it. And then they have like a quilting cotton or like a novelty fabric, bottom novelty fabric, handles, and a lining. Right. It felt like a pretty involved project. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, uh, when I when I look back on it. And so there's a lot of different steps to that. Right. And that can influence your storage too. Right. Okay. So when we talk about storage, it's not just where to stick things. Right. But you may want to divide things up by materials and by states of finishing. Right. Exactly. Yes. So let's take a quick break and come back and talk about that. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. 
you, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And we're back. All right, so you have, so with read bags, let's just talk about that real quick mm -hmm. before we get back to the masks. With read bags, we did all the cutting at the shop. We right. thought that was the part that needed the most quality control. Okay. Right. So we cut the canvas panels. Yeah, sometimes it didn't work out very well. ZD's trying to hold back. I'm just thinking about let's, what, Yeah, you know, okay. Things, all right. Yeah. Let's just leave that in the past. Um, so we, like that. we cut, we cut these read panels is what we call them, the canvas panels. And then some people would decide which parts of the project they wanted to get in on. Right. And this is where things got complicated and where the organization really supported us. So we would have cut reed panels that needed to be embroidered. And then we would have reed panels that people had brought back to us that had been embroidered. Right. And then we would have fabric that had been cut into the length for straps. Right. And then we would have people who, they were like, I just want to sew straps. Right. And we didn't always need them to match. Right. Necessarily. So we would let people take straps away mm -hmm. and they'd sew straps. So then we'd have sewn straps. And then we got to that point, we'd kind of kit them up. Right. With a lining. And so then maybe there were people who were interested in finishing the bags. Right. So we had all of these totes or cardboard boxes labeled like this because Someone would call up and say, I'm coming in for straps. I'm right. coming in for a kit. I'm coming or in I'm for... Or I'm bringing straps in. Or, or yeah, whatever. or I'm bringing in embroidered panels. Right. Yeah, people who just like, I embroidered 60 panels. How many of those did we make? 200? 200. 250. 250, 250. right. <laughs> we were going to make 30, remember? Yeah, we were going to make um, 30 and then 250. So we made 250. Yeah. At least for four or five years. What, well, four? I th yeah, four? four, I think. Yeah. Um, And so that... Sometimes you need to organize by finishing step or something like that. Right. And you have something like that so, going on with the so masks, you have, right? you know, you have just cut pieces. Right. Then you have those pieces you're giving out and maybe that, you know, it doesn't come. Now, some people will come in and say, I just need the embroidered panels. Yes. I can do all the rest myself. So we had a published YouTube um mm -hmm tutorial right and it, you know the pattern and the measurements and all do. that it's still <laughs> up if you want to go look read bags there's music so here.com people got very mad about it so. but but anyway um so you know i mean that that's how it was done and yes you will get some back that are sewn incorrectly just so you know anyway yeah okay so and that happens in any big 
project like that. Right. So you have the masks, and you have various states so of finishing, I have th- right? So I have three drawers here. Okay, three and drawers. And in the top drawer, I have... I would call but you it gotta like, face your microphone, or the people yeah, are gonna I'm, get angry. Okay, I'm gonna okay. move the move microphone, your microphone so, I can look. Okay. so that you can look and talk. So in the top drawer, which is actually a smaller drawer than the other two, I have what I would call the notions for the mask. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, there are um, the the um, knit mask loops for your, the ears ear that, are, that are cut. There are bias strips that we use to um, put the nose wire in, uh-huh. and there are wires for the nose. So we actually use our own wire and cut our own wire. Okay, I want to bring up this. So if you really are going to be doing stuff like this for a long time, uh, and you know you want to keep it together, and I think maybe these kids' patterns might be like a good uh, kids' like clothing that this woman right. was making might be a good example. We have left in this situation wire cutters wire cutters hemostats to to fold the the wire the specific pair that works for this right there's a specific little ruler in there right marking things for marking because that ruler works really well and it's like there's this little spot on the ruler that's perfect for marking where that encasement goes and then there's also your you've cut your patterns now out of a plastic they're in the next drawer, though. Not yeah, but so, but yeah. I just want to say, right. you might want to include, like, okay, I keep this little pair of snips here because there's so much thread snipping right. on this project. Right. And then you have to put it back into that, okay, exactly. when you're done. <laughs> and I actually have some marking pens because we mark the lining small, medium. Oh, is that where the marking pens are? We we. Yeah, we well, not those. We not might the need ones. some marking pens. These no, when no. I say marking pens, <laughs> these are permanent markers. Oh, you just there. I see. So I we see. mark. We mark. Um, see, if we we mark extra large, large, medium, and child. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and then in the next drawer. Okay, the other thing I have in this top drawer. Excuse me, I don't want to forget. Is a note. Yeah. And it says what I need. Ooh. So it's like my needs. And I've got medium lining, large lining, XL, everything. So that means I don't have any of those cut. I see. Or, or, or you know, finish. But that's what, like, if I would go cut something next or something, that's what I would need. Yeah, so you don't want to wind up with, you know, too many small linings when you've right. got a bunch of right. large uh, And apparently outers. I do have small linings coming out the yin yang uh, because they're small, so then the smaller pieces get cut. You know? Well, right. and then you probably already made a bunch of mediums and larges, and those seem to be more common. Mediums and larges seem uh, to be the most worn, right. The, the, uh, right? Among the people right. who we've given masks to and who wear masks. So having a note like that I think is really good mm-hmm. if you come away from the project and back to the project. Because right. you could think, you know what, i got to cut a bunch of neckbands for these T-shirts for these right. kids. And then you're like, wait a minute, no I don't, I already cut 50. Right, or you oh, know? I cut some for the larger ones, it's small ones I need or whatever. Right, so. right. Um, in the next drawer, what I have are the patterns, and I have st- instructions written down. And I have a specialty mask that I had made for my son-in-law. He's a uh, band teacher, and he has to have a mask that's sort of convertible. Like he, you know, it fits him, and there's a flap that opens up, and then the mouth is open and all right. this. So I have those in there. The other thing I have in there 
our mask that people specifically wanted uh, or fabric that like I cut out and somebody said, oh, I want that fabric. Yeah, because my kids and my grandkids and stuff will come up and say, I want that to be my mask. So I save it for them in that drawer. So I just have to little tangent here. I have this narwhal eye mask. Okay, that I bought like at Marshall's as like a funny little gift for Zelda, I think. Or maybe I got it for Catherine and then Zelda ended up taking it. So, whoops. And Jerome got it out. He's like, I want the unicorn mask. I was like, it's a narwhal. He's like, I want the unicorn mask. And then he took it and he put it over his His mouth. mouth He said, this is my mask for the panic. (laughs) (laughs) The panic. Yeah, this is my mask for the panic. So he wants to put this mask on. And then he wants to wear it to go brush his teeth, which obviously he doesn't want to brush his teeth. Okay. So So actually, that's a small drawer, too. So this particular set is like small drawer, small drawer, large, deep drawer. And in the deep drawer is where I have the half finished and finished projects. Yeah. And um, I actually have the bottom of a plastic shoebox here that I have the um, small child. Hey, in get in front of your microphone. That I have that I have the the <laughs> child's child finished child finished mask apparently. Yeah. Because they're all tagged. I have child, I have medium. What else do I have here? What's this one? So, okay, so you have finished masks yeah. there. So the finished masks are in that box that's in the drawer. Then what I have, other than that, is partially finished or cut out things. Yeah, so this is important because this is the whole deal with an ongoing project is you get halfway through or you do a bunch of batching right. steps and you have things that aren't done yet and you really need to know like what's been done or or they need to be labeled right. you know this is what's important so you have these in baggies so right so this is bagged and i have a bag that's labeled large yes and you can open it up and inside the big bag is a smaller bag and this one says large sets okay mm, and there's a bag that says large cuts that are um cut they're just cut they're not and then there are some that actually are larges that are put to um they're like seamed together already Uh but they're not finished and they're just in the large bag but those other things like the large cuts and the large sets okay they need to be right they're inside the large bag so you don't have to organize it like this, obviously. Well, okay, what I was but thinking for was... for something that makes sense to yeah, you. What I was thinking as you were taking those out, I was like, okay, well, if you pick something up out of this bag, well, you can see if it has a lining with it or not, right. I guess. But the the way you have it further broken down just makes it so much easier right. I don't to have, go in there and grab. I don't have to go fumble through it all. And that's and, kind of the point, and right? The other thing is, <laughs> if you don't have to go through things, not only does it stay neat and organized, it stays clean. Well, also, you don't... Uh, you know, accidentally put the, because, you know, the medium lining maybe right. could look a little bit like a large lining if you're not, you know, don't. Well, and that's happened to me. I've yeah. actually sewn them together and go, this doesn't fit. I've yeah. used the wrong lining. Right. Yes. So you don't want to, you know, you want right. to make this easy on yourself. Well, and we're, you know, we're, we're talking mask and we're talking lining and um, outer mask uh-huh. here. My mat, the mask we make have a flannel lining right okay um in our early research we found that the flannel is a little bit more um filtering so 
we have a different lining always than an outside fabric. Right, right. So, so that's know, divide, a, that just happens to be how we make ours. Divide it up how you – so I think something that maybe we've glossed over just a little bit is you have the instructions. The instructions and the patterns are there. I do keep instructions with it. That's important because like we kind of right. covered in the last podcast, if you come away from something for a long time – you think you remember, and then you don't. The other thing is, you had a post-it note. I have a post-it note on the serger. Is it still on there? The, I, it's up on the wall behind Okay, it. so you could keep For this. For the settings. Yes, so you could keep this on your machine, or you could keep something in with your kit right. or something like that. But this is a piece of information that might not be included in your um, in your instructions right. necessarily. But she had specific instructions on the serger that said stitch length stitch width and which line to use is the seam allowance right. like while you're trimming and you might also something that if you have donated stuff like we got things donated to the read bag project at the shop mm -hmm. that i thought was very important that these things be kept separate from other like sample making right. materials now i know? don't have i have yardage that i've already pre-washed and that i have hanging yeah that's hanging up yeah. so that's hanging actually hanging on a Ivy hanging on skirt hangers on an ivy pole. We need another ivy pole. Yeah, I've been. Well, those don't have to be on the ivy pole either. They could go back on in the stacks. Yeah, back there so too. I I've been missing. I'm like, oh, I right. need an ivy pole for this. <laughs> so the one thing I don't have uh -huh. that you might have in your, you know, organization is the thread. Yeah. So I do change thread depending on the color of the mask, color of the lining, okay? And my thread is already organized and in my studio and available to me. And it's not a specialty thread that I have to worry about getting used someplace else that I won't have when I come back to this project. I do not have my anything that cuts in there except my wire cutters. So, like, my snips, we have, we have snips by every machine. Right. And then, you know, we have multiple rotary cutters and that's what we cut with. Yeah. So with thread or if you are work if you were working for a charity or something mm -hmm. like that and like with the read bag, we would have customers who are like, I'd like to buy a spool of, you know, Floriani thread and put it in with the read right. bag stuff. Because we would literally embroider so much that people would donate right. something like that or they donate like the rainbow one so right. the rainbow reads and it would go with like lots of different novelty fabrics you know and so it's important to keep that together and if you did buy thread with like funds that were donated right. for your children's clothing you probably want to make sure you're not using that thread on like your personal projects right. and you know? and thread sometimes you know in the top drawer where i have like the pins and the um wires and mm -hmm. the little pieces of bias and thing all of those are in their own container yeah we, there are containers within containers right. here which i was just man i we have a lot of containers we have a lot of tackle boxes that zd has saved we have some containers from sewing furniture that we sold right that we kept and boy organizing our legos it's a thing of beauty <laughs> i and like i can get out a tackle box and be like this is for your little train like jerome's right. little trains are in a uh, bernina yeah. presser foot little case. wire <laughs> baskets we have a lot of you know little square sort of yes. office type you know School boxes, too. School boxes are great. Love school boxes. School boxes. Well, and the thing about this being in the store like this, and when I go to do cut these wires, I just pick up that basket, and it has the wire cutter and the yep. wire right there. And? And I don't misplace it. And I put it back, and I 
here's the big thing. I don't waste time looking for okay, it. Okay, you have the wire cutters, the wire in the basket, and you also have a little template that says yes. nose wire. Yep. So you don't have to remember that it's three inches long. Right. You just go, boom, um, right. it needs to be this long. Right. And, of course, you know, I probably would end up going over it. Now, do you have it marked on the cutting table, too? I actually have a piece of tape on the cutting board that says Oh, is it that three says and a half? No, I don't know what it is. Is that saying nose wire? I, I think I so. I don't think I know how long my bias strip is. I think I just always measure one off the other. I probably should oh, make a to, record of that, that someplace. There. Right. Put that in there. The other thing you can do is you can organize your drawer and take a picture of it mm-hmm. so that the stuff goes back the way you right. had it. Right. Sometimes that will help you. Um, but, you know, baggies, boxes. And honestly, I really like things I can see through. Yeah. And, you know, it seems a little you know, uh, granular to label all these things, but you only have to do that once. Like, right. you get yourself set up for success, right. and you've got, you know, medium neckband, large neckband, small neckband, right. and then, you know, those bags never have to be remade. You just right. keep working through them. And if anything, you like your machine settings, if they're not in your machine or, you know, I would suggest you make notes about that. If, yeah. if you're sewing something, you know, at a length of four or a zigzag is this wide or you use, you know, stitch number 13 on your machine, I would I would make a note of it. Yeah. You think you're going to remember because you've done it 15,000 times while you're making this, but you could step away for a month, a week, whatever. You never know. You know, right. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, you oh, can, my God. Make it easy on yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> it, it's just, you know, it just makes it, it does. It just makes it easy. Yeah. So have your shelf space. If, if you need bigger, the masks are actually, I think they're almost like kind of an ideal example because they're kind of small. They're small. Bigger things, the read bags, the volume of that. I think about like even kids' shirts, like that starts to get kind of big. Right. Um, But somehow label and divide easily so things can't bleed over into one another. Right. So that those medium fronts can't get mixed up with the small backs on the shirts. And you're like, well, I guess And ideally, (laughs) so when I used to do – you know, multiple numbers. Say I had to make 30 show choir costumes that were all the same, but they weren't the same because they were different sizes. Right. Right. Or whatever. I would make up labels, literally print them on the computer. Yeah. You know, and it would be, you know, FB 14, which meant front bodice size 14 or whatever, you know, whatever my labeling system was. And I made exactly the number I needed Mm -hmm. so that, and I would label all these things. And then I had a cart I worked off of so that I could pile all the bodices up. I knew that, you know, um, I could match them up because their label was there. Right. And I wouldn't screw up and the label stayed on till you know, the whole garment was put to in fact sometimes the girls were taking the labels out as they were putting them on, you know. <laughs> but I would put it on a cart and stack them in a manner mm-hmm. that when I went to the sewing machine they would get used you that way. Inventory control too. If you're right. Like, Wait, I have a label left over. That's you know, where right. did the Absolutely. mix up happen? Did Absolutely. I, did and I print too many labels or did I not cut enough out? Right. <laughs> and I you know, but and that really were and that rolling cart was wonderful because I could roll it over to the cutting table and then now I know not everybody has a space, but sure. you know, take my concept and see if you can use it. Maybe you want to put it in baskets. Mm. Maybe uh, we talked about when I first started sewing as a youngster, suitcases. I worked out of suitcases. Yeah. 
Good, so, good solution. You know, suitcases are great because a lot of times just one little thing will be wrong with them and you have to sort of retire it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to take this to the airport if this wheel is broken off. Right. That's not going to be good. But I can store show choir yes. parts in it right. or, or whatever, you know, like that. So, yeah, I worked from suitcases for a long time. Well, and it was good, too, because, like, like when I was in college, I could actually take them from my college home back home, home, home. when I was, you know, on a break or whatever, because my sewing machine went with me wherever I went. Right, right. You know, and I did have suitcases that had certain things that, okay, so I, I would make these things for jeans in mm-hmm. high school that it was a strap with Velcro. Velcro was kind of new then. We're talking the 70s, everybody. Ooh, I made these straps that Velcroed around your bell-bottom jeans so it would not get stuck in your bicycle chain. Yeah. Okay? People paid me a dollar for these. Whoa. You know, I I think fabric was like 33 cents a yard. That's probably like $5 now, right? (laughs) Maybe 10 I I have no idea. Yeah, you keep talking. talking. But um, so I had, I remember I had like a little shoebox thing of those. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I would just make them up because people would say, oh, where'd you get that? Well, this, you know, this... and I, you know, and I I would just, sometimes I would just carry some in my backpack, you know, and hand them out to people. This uh, harkens back to your, like, bustle kit. Yes. You know, you have a pair of snips that stayed in that kit. You had yep. whatever, yep. you know, certain thread that I stayed in that kit. I had a lot of kits, kit, yes. You know, so, yes, it's like a, you know... It's like a template. Okay, one dollar in the seventies. One dollar in nineteen in in nineteen seventy. One dollar in nineteen seventy is worth six seventy eight today. See, I said almost ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I could I could be charging I could be maybe Inflation. I could make some money right Inflation. seven dollars for a little strap. Don't thing, save but... your cash, everybody. Um, <laughs> man, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> really, that's that's a really good example. There you there. go. Okay, so so you know, um, the, organizing something. If you want, I mean, we're talking about organizing a project, but maybe you want to organize so you can travel with your sewing. Maybe you want to organize your life. Well, I know people, (laughs) we knew people, a lot of our customers would take their sewing machine with them to visit their grandchildren. Yes. And, you know, they would have to sort of kid up to go because, you know, there. now I do remember one woman made a kit that she left at her daughter's because, of course, her daughter didn't even have a measuring tape, you know, and she, like... Made her a kit to stay at her daughter's house, so the daughter could measure people. Mm-hmm. You know, and she and, when, she went and there. when she went there, you know, she would find she'd have a shirt button, or right. Something that you know, because when grandma showed up, that's what she did. She sewed for everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that's uh, that's a little some tips on organizing ongoing projects. Lots of labeling containers, uh, breakdowns of processes. Love clear containers. Yes, guys. yes. You know Project the management. you know the containers that like um, the Ziploc containers even with the mm-hmm. they're nice because uh, they're clear. You we had a bunch of those. They're like the little locking boxes. Do you, they're plastic and they have a lid, but then they have two little what do I want to say arms? They're like those yeah, behind you. Yeah, yeah. Like, the top locks on. Yes. Yes. But they're little. Okay. Yes. 
like tiny, cute miniature. They come in every size in the yes. world. So I, I think the first ones I bought held CDs. Yes, yes, yes they were like made for CDs. Right. So my children have this marbles track yeah. that they can build up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have the perfect container right. for the marbles. So I bring them one. I'm like, look children look at this perfect container for the marbles and we put them back in here and we close it up and they are forever Where and they the have marbles? those two locking bars yeah. on them and not, it won't fall out right so all the time where are the marbles where are the marbles i was like listen i brought you the perfect marbles container and i can't do anything else you have to put them back in and you have to keep it with the marbles track but like look for the cute little marbles container that i brought you and they just don't understand how cute it is so anyway then oftentimes it is the marbles are in the perfect marbles container. container. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. We hope that that helps you organize any long-term projects. Maybe a project you didn't think was going to be long-term and it is jumped up on you yeah. now. And you're like, and oh, you I'm know, still doing this. <laughs> if you have any great ideas, post them. Let yeah. us know. I didn't know this was going to be on my cutting table for five months. I need to get it out of here. <laughs> All right. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.